At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Officially have company until February. Make sure the spare bedroom's good to go. Get groceries in the pantry because starting today in Champaign, Illinois, we're going to kick off the football season and then we're going to end six months from now, sometime in February in Los Angeles at SoFi. Yes, it's here. Yes, it's official. Football's upon us. It's the Lombardi line. I'm Patrick Maher. And speaking of company, Let's go out to New... No, 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 no. We're here. He's yeah. in studio. Nice. Company, Michael Lombardi. Nice. My man. How you doing, bro? I'm great. I'm good. I mean, uh, awesome. We got college football Saturdays. We got this whole thing going. No more without football. So this will be a good time. And uh, four preseason... You know what's interesting? Yes, sir. All those preseasons overs hit yesterday, which was shocking to me. <laughs> it, was right? a, it was a bonanza. As <laughs> I actually was surprised at the quality of play. I mean, how about the Chiefs out there? I mean, you know, the Ch- Tyree Kill throw you know, single covered gets beats the guy by three yards. But oh, I mean, sick. some of the some of the teams actually look pretty sharp. Blau looked good for the Lions. You know, some of these backups really looked. You, you just said it looked good. How about Breland trying to keep up with Tyreek Hill? Oh, it was a joke. I mean, it's two steps and gone. It, it was unbelievable. I mean, he He's is so good. Yeah. Well, you don't give it away. I will not give it away, Patrick. <laughs> it's the perfect foray into our wide receiver evaluations. Yes. Let me pull up the preseason scores here. Yeah, we've got five through one today with Michael Lombardi wide receiver list, and he mentioned maybe some foreshadowing with the. 
the cheetah, which is if you saw Michael Lombardi before the show running from the restroom to here, we call him the cheetah. So <laughs> yeah, that's, right. But week zero is officially upon us. Of course, we kick off Nebraska, Illinois uh, coming up in Champaign. Bielema begins his sojourn as the head coach there with the Illinois program. But you mentioned it yesterday. How about all fours cash into the over? And I mean, I'm talking some pretty explosive scores here as well. Uh, 28-25, the Chiefs beat the Vikings. The Panthers, how about beat the Steelers 34-9? Uh, Eagles, the Jets, on a soggy field, Michael, 31-31. I mean, that rain was coming down. The game was delayed. I'm thinking, boy, this is the great. This under's going to cash. <laughs> it couldn't I mean, be better. It couldn't be better, right? I mean, this is perfect. And even the Colts, the Colts, Detroit game. 27-17. I mean, but there was fourth quarter scoring in these games, too. Uh, actually, to me, the execution was surprisingly good in these games. It was fun to watch. I thought the Minnesota can't. I mean, Minnesota didn't look great. That took after the Chiefs scored on their opening drive. Minnesota moved the ball down. They had first and goal at the eight. Naturally, Cousins couldn't get the ball in the end zone. But Doctor. 7-3, and then they give up another touchdown, and, and Mahomes takes a break. It's interesting, though, Patrick. Mm -hmm. If you're watching these games and you see Mahomes out there and Jalen Hurts doesn't take a snap, are you? what are you thinking? Like, if Andy Reid's playing Mahomes. Tummy ache is what I'm thinking. <laughs> well, I, I know. If, if Andy Reid's playing Mahomes. What is Sirianni doing? You could look over. You're like, that's one of the great coaches of all time. Could potentially the greatest quarterback. No offense to Tom Brady. And you got Jalen Hurts just chilling? Yeah, I mean, I, I just wonder how are you ready to play the year with some of these teams that won't play any of their guys. And, you know, everybody cites Sean McVay's ability to have a really good team. But for me, it's. You know, I, I don't know how you do this without playing guys. New England will play their guys just like they did in week two. Yeah. Some, so the good coaches are playing their guys. Yeah, and McVay, we can always, at this point, the dude at 32, at 33, went to a Super Bowl. Maybe we could put McVay over here yeah, as an aberration. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the, you know, and then we can start talking about his disciples like a Zach Taylor and others, and then a young coach like Sirianni, uh, a Frank Reich disciple. We can, we can grade them outside of McVay and what he decides to do in the preseason. Is that fair? I think it is, and I think it's really fair that McVay stands alone. Like, stop trying to attach yourself to McVay because he does stand alone. He's unique, and the Rams are fortunate to have him, but not everyone's like him. Sirianni, hey, or, Michael, it could just signify that the Eagles and Sirianni are super confident and ready to attack the season. I would be a little leery of my quarterbacking play. Although, I tell you, I got to say last night that, you know, there was some... Ellinger popped, Eason popped. Ellinger got hurt. On Ellinger sure. got hurt three for I, three. Yeah. But... Uh, the the opposite of that, and we just got about thirty seconds here. Uh, Dwayne Haskins, yeah. that that is a regression. There is a regression, and when you don't play well, I you know, and I got to watch the tape of it really because I don't know if Carolina was doing all the things they needed to do, but that wasn't good for Haskins. And Dobbs got hurt too, so that's not good for Pittsburgh. Uh, not good for Pittsburgh. I thought Mond, he had a pick, but I thought Mond looked good. I thought Bichelle looked good. There was uh, you just nailed it. Some surprisingly good performances. Yeah, it was. V Sin. The Sports Betting Network, we say hi on a Saturday. I'm Patrick Maher. We kick off football week zero. Don't call it week one. Michael Lombardi, of course. The Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. Got the squad, Steph, DJ Jeff. We've got plenty. Thomas Gable will head out to the Borgata. What you've been waiting for, we're going to get some highlight in the mix today. Highlight. Yeah, yeah, I said it. Highlight. I said, no, it's a great sport to bet on, and we'll set you up on uh, the table there. You, got you know, when I was a kid, we used to go to Florida, and, like, and that, that was like the big thing, the highlight. Oh, huge. 
It's, it's, is it just in Florida? South Florida, we used to visit there with a family as well. In South Florida, we used to go to a match once a year, and it was a great experience. Too? Did you go to the dog track too? I'm too much of a dog lover, to, yeah, it, so too. I was a little scared of that. Uh, but the highlight is so fast and frenetic. It's a lot of fun. We'll set you up on betting there. Six preseason games today. It's funny, you know, and we were talking about the overs cashing, 4-0 to the over yesterday, Michael. We, we expected these guys just to kind of gear down a little yeah. bit and get the hell out of there and, and two weeks from now get the season started. That wasn't the case yesterday. No, they actually look, like I said, they look good and they ran I mean, even though the Colts and the the Lions looked like they were trying to run the clock out, Kansas City was trying to run the clock as much as anybody. They were running the ball more than ever. But the quarterbacks made a few plays. Yep. They actually looked good in the games, and you know and that helps them scoring. And you know the the the, end, the touch at the end of the half, the Chiefs have. You know, I don't know what Minnesota was doing with their coverages, but there was a lot of mistakes defensively that looked like the offenses have kind of taken a little bit of a step. So we'll see if it continues today because we know the unders have been killing it. Now we'll see what today. I think it's got to be really careful. Uh, forget the point spreads. Like, I think the unders are still the play. Okay. And you still have to be able to see who's actually – like, New England and the Giants are going to play their guys. So that's probably a real game. That'll be a real game for at least a half. I don't know about these other ones today, how that's all going to work out. Well, let me throw one at you yeah. because coming up in under three hours, we're going to get underway at Buffalo. Green Bay in town. Now, Buffalo, 2-0. and They're blowing out. They, they, they won by an average of, what, 14 so far in the preseason. They blew out the Bears 41-15 last week. Green Bay comes in the opposite. They're 0-2. But the news here is, of course, not MVP Mitch with the Bills, but you see the number. The Bills are laying a huge chunk. 9-37 on and the that, That's because that number is look. That's that's that number is not moving because there's some back room. Some guy. Josh Applebaum. No, that's it, the, the announcement of Josh Allen will play. Move this number. Hundred percent. The announcement of Josh Allen's playing and Aaron Rodgers is not playing. Move the number. And Jordan Love is going to play, is going to participate. Remember, he had been out because of the shoulder, I believe it was, but he's going to play. But as you mentioned, that jumping up to – in fact, I'm seeing a couple of nine – and I just – over at Caesars, they just lit up. They went to nine and a half today with Buffalo. And, again, it, the McVay it tree – It started at four and a half. That thing opened <laughs> yeah. at four and a half. Now it's up to nine and a half. So it's all predicated on Josh Allen going to play. The Mc, I guess you can call him – part of the McVay tree, and that's LaFleur, who was his offensive coordinator. They spent time together with the Shanahan's down in Washington. He tends to take the McVay approach with the preseason. They're 0-2. They haven't looked good. The other side is McDermott, who is 2-0, and they're blowing everybody out. That's also why you see. under at 37 with a nine-point spread? Yeah, it's open 34 and a half, Michael, and it's and jumped all the way up to 37. 37. I mean, that's a little, you know, that, that, that those two things don't usually go hand in hand. Correlative, no, not no, they don't. I mean, you, look, I, Jordan Love's going to play. They'll get their guys out there. That's a low total, I think, if, especially if Josh Allen plays and they throw the football around like they're going to. And Trubisky, you know, has found his niche in Wait. the preseason. I mean, you know, I'm not betting against Mitchell. I'm not betting against Mitchell. No, nor have you ever. No, why would I? I mean, MVP Mitch? Come on. No, nor nor have you ever. That's the first to kick off. Also early today, one o'clock east, back where Bill Berman's hanging out. Shout out to Billy B on it's this birthday tomorrow. Are we gonna have a party in here, Steph, tomorrow for Berman's oh, birthday? Yeah, yeah. She but she was hanging the streamers before yeah, the I show. Mean, a, yeah. Do you I mean, see the big BB insignia? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's for Bill Berman, that's the right, conductor. Yeah. I mean it's uh, his birthday tomorrow, so we have to get some celebration. Shout God out to the knows Berman. He will be annoyed if we don't. And, I mean, and, well, he is pouting. Let's yes, be fair. Exactly. The executive producer is pouting. We have yet to hear 
hear from him this morning. Uh, Berman, we know what you're doing. Hungover. Hungover. That's yeah. what he is. Yeah. Arizona, New Orleans, uh, that number really hasn't, but, well, actually. It's canceled. It got canceled? It's canceled. They canceled the game. The, uh, my apologies. No, it's fine. I mean, they just late last because of the hurricane. They canceled the game. New Orleans will now travel to Dallas to practice. Smart move. I mean, this Hurricane Ida, I believe. I'm not a weatherman. This is your area of expertise, Patrick. I went to bed at nine a, at nine p.m. last night. So if I missed this, uh, yeah. Though yeah. no, the Ida, Ida, I believe it's it not Henri. No, it's not on. Henri passed all the way through. And that only ended up being a tropical storm. Okay, well, that one's off the board. OTB, Arizona, New Orleans, Baltimore, Washington as well. Look at the under here, 32 and a half. 31 and a half up to 32 and a half, but still obviously a low total in Washington. Baltimore looks to continue the 19-game win streak for John Harbaugh and this team in the preseason, which let me ask you, and this is kind of weird, do you think he cares or even thinks about that in the slightest. I think he does. You do. I do. I think it's important to him. I think he it's wants to win. It's insignificant. I think he wants to win. He does. I think he wants to win. I think it's part of the hardball competitiveness. I think he wants to win. Yeah, I do. I really do. I think he wants to win. I think he wants his team to look good, look polished, look organized. I, I think it's important to him. You know, and and look, we still have a quarterback battle in Washington. Yeah. I mean, we, <laughs> well, I mean, I mean if you want to, to call it. According to Ron Rivera, according yeah. to Ron, we still have one. We're so. going to pay Fitzpatrick a fortune at 37 on a one-year deal to compete against uh, your boy Kyle Allen and um, the backup that played. Taylor Heineke. Taylor Heineke. There's Heineke. no chance uh, that there's a quarterback battle, but the Ravens are laying three and a half. You know, you mentioned the Harbaugh's and the competitiveness. I feel like even into their 50s, when the Harbaugh's get together during the holidays, they end up in their underwear wrestling. <laughs> yeah. You know what it's I mean? It's a little bit like, you know, in, in wedding crashers when they're playing football outside. That's yeah. probably what it looks like. You know, everybody's trying to go cheap shots. And, you know, look, I was at a, uh, I was at a runts and grunts. This is my favorite Jim Harbaugh. Runts and grunts. Runts and grunts, right? So it's fathers and sons playing pickup basketball, five, a two-on-two. Two. The, the fathers can't score. The, the, the Suns have to score. Jay Harbaugh, who's now the tight end coach at Michigan, Jim's son, is uh, out there with his dad. And my son had, I think, Jerry Porter playing with him. The wide receiver from West Virginia was with us. I got Jerry to come over and play. And literally, you would have thought this was the Olympics. <laughs> They're so competitive. And we got this little medal, and he, he ran around the gym with that medal in his hand, like he had just won the 64 Olympics. I mean, it was unbelievable. It was runs and, and grunts, grunts with runs the Harbaugh's. I'm sure he's probably got that medal somewhere. And you know, the father, Jack, at Michigan, kind of a little bit more reserved than the Suns, really respected as a coach, but the, the Suns ended up being dialed up, and John Harbaugh ended up a hell of a coach. You know, you mentioned yesterday Tomlin. And it's really fascinating when you run through what Tomlin's done. He's 49 years old. Harbaugh, a little bit of the same. Harbaugh wakes up and wins 10 and a half games. I mean, look, they've got a good program. He, he, he kind of knows who they are. They don't turn the ball. Look, the one thing I think the commonality between these, these coaches that win consistently is they don't beat themselves. They, don't, they don't turn the ball Penalties. over. They, they emphasize all the things that go towards winning. And... You know, that's what's driving Mike Zimmer crazy right now because Mike Zimmer's not doing the things. He thinks he's going to have a really good football team this year, but they haven't been able to show it so far in the summer. And, you know, they got their butts kicked yesterday going into Kansas City. Kansas City looks like, to me, Patrick, I'm sitting there watching that game, and, I, and I'm thinking, can the Browns stay close to these guys? I mean, what's six and a half was the line. Let's take a look. 
so week one in Kansas City. So, you, so early here on a Saturday, you let me know you think Kansas City might be pretty good this year. Yeah, wow. <laughs> they're going to be, and it's just right now it's six. Yeah, open six, sitting six, chilly on the board, fifty-three on the total. That's week one. Uh, going to be in your late window on your time on the East Coast there, Michael and Jersey. Cleveland at Kansas City, a rematch from the postseason yesterday. Yeah, still sitting six. So I, it hasn't really budged, although I do see some juice going up to six and a half. You think we end up closing week one, Cleveland at Kansas City, six? I, I think if it, yeah, I would say, I would say six, it's probably not going to move too much off that. The other one that's moved quite a bit is the Giants, uh, the Denver game. That's up to two and a half now. Denver was lane one, and it's bet up to two and a half. It's the Teddy Bridgewater effect. Do you understand? Yeah. Mm, that's do. that's it, at it's the also Giants. the bad Giant effect. Which we discussed yesterday. Yeah. I thought I dug a little bit deeper into because you've been talking about them and their total set at seven on the season win total. The football Giants, I don't see it. Yeah. I, I don't. That I don't. They lost their captain on defense. Galladay to the big signings banged up. Uh, we're waiting for that progression from Jones. You don't know what you're getting from Barkley. That's just the way it is. And the offensive line has been horrible in camp for the Giants. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be a tough time. I mean, they're, they're, they're complaining about Adoree Jackson being out this week because he's got an injury. They think, oh, thank God he avoided a serious injury. Well, wait do you watch Adoree Jackson play. And I liked him coming out of college. <laughs> I wait, did too. Wait do you watch him play and you're going to think, oh, we avoided an injury. So it'll be interesting to see how this giant offense reacts especially in that Denver game. I mean, they're going to have a hard time handling all the pressure from Denver. So we shall see. Vic will be ready against Coach Garrett. Certainly he'll be ready against Coach Garrett. Coach Garrett may not be ready against him. May I transition here? Because I was so into this this morning while preparing, and I'm just fascinated by this Nebraska-Illinois number. So, again, Nebraska's on the board at seven. It really hasn't moved. We've seen the total tick down a bit from a 55 opener to 53. I still like the under. We'll get to that in a second. I'm shocked by this number sitting seven. Last year in Lincoln, Illinois, as a 17-point dog, beat Nebraska on the field 41-23. These are the same teams coming back this year. Now, Again, 18 starters returning for Illinois. The strength of that team is the offensive line. They've got pros on the offensive front. Reggie Love and Chase Brown, the running backs. Bielema, you know him well, Michael. He's going to run the football. So is Nebraska. Frost, this is a huge year. It could be his last year in Lincoln. Uh, year four as we head in here. He's been horrible straight up. He's been horrible ATS against good teams. I'm not saying Illinois is that. But this is a new beginning for a program in Illinois. And they're disrespected against a team that they beat in Lincoln last year. Yeah. I mean, look, I think the under certainly in play. I agree. I think the under certainly in play here. And I think when you look at both these teams, I mean, the strength of both these teams are their experience, right? And both offenses are not the strength of their team. Both offenses, Belima's going to want to not turn the ball over, run, play field position. And Scott Frost, for all the talk at Central Florida, being an offensive guru, has yet to be Where's able, the Rue? Where's the Rue? The four, the under in this game in the last four Nebraska games is four and zero. The under on the road is six and zero for Nebraska. So they haven't scored a lot of points, and there's a ton of heat on Scott Frost. Someone turned him into the program with illegal with, with practicing during COVID. It's a little bit like the Arizona State problem. Turmoil. So they've got some turmoil within their program, and they're going into Champaign Urbana. And I don't know if they're going to get anybody to come out to watch the game. I mean, that used to be a tough place to play. Used to be a it fun, did. Yeah, it used to be a great – I mean, Mike White, Mike White was the coach there way before. They were good. I mean, there was a good program. They, Illinois could recruit Chicago and St. Louis. They were able to get good players. They had a lot of pro players there at a the time. 
And that program has just never really been able to come back from that. Ron Zook had it going a little bit. Zucker got it going. He got it going, too. So He recruited well there. Belima, I think, will do a good job because it fits his personality. Midwest, Midwest, you know, they're going to get offensive linemen. They're going to run the ball, kind of take that Wisconsin model and see if they can do, duplicate the Wisconsin model. You can't do that at Arkansas. You can't do that in the Southeast Conference because you're not better than anybody at Arkansas, and you're not going to be able to win those kind of games that have become a problem for them. Illinois, Brandon Peters returns under center, the transfer from Michigan last year. I mentioned the two good running backs, the vets on the offensive front, time of possession, run the football. I don't see this going over the post total of 53, and I do like catching the seven with Illinois. I'm, well, you talk about offensive linemen. I mean, they don't have a guy – in their offensive line, the one player in their offensive line is is Pearl, and he's a sophomore. I mean, so they've got – what I always look for in college football is how many offensive linemen they have that are upperclassmen. Because what that means is they've been in the weight room, they're physically talented, and they can and, – and they've had some training. You know, they've gone from the high school program, and this is what they have there. I mean, they've got two seniors that play in the line. They've got three three seniors in the line. And so, Illinois. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, that's why BYU is always a tough team to play. BYU is always older than other players. It's the opposite of basketball. You know, in basketball, they want all these young players. In college football, you want to have an older team that's physically ready to play the, physic- the, the game, right? And, and I think both teams, both Nebraska, Martinez has yet to prove that he and can he be an And he fumbles effective. and he constantly turns the football over. Yeah, I mean, he's yet to prove that he can be an effective passer. Gotcha. Uh, quickly on the weather, just so you know, Michael, it's going to be 90 degrees and hot there. Yeah. Let's run the football and time of possession. I love the spot for Illinois. I think it's. I think. I think it is. I think the unders for me. The unders the most attractive part of this game, and I don't know how Nebraska's favored but over anybody right now. What they've done under Scott Frost is yet to be seen. We have breaking news here on Vsin the Sports Betting Network, as we get it going on a Saturday. Michael Lombardi, Gardner Minshew, has a new home. And he's going to be hanging out with you. Do you have an extra room? He's going to Philadelphia. Gardner Minshew has been traded by the Jacksonville Jaguars to the Philadelphia Eagles. Wow. Wow. We just talked Jalen Hurts. Where has he been? Here comes Minshew. Thoughts? I think Minshew's the best quarterback on their team right now. How about that? How about that? I think Minshew's their best quarterback. What does this mean for Joe Flacco, right? Is you going to carry Joe Flacco as your backup? As the third? Like, what are you doing? Are you shocked? I, th- I'm shocked he went here. Gardner Minshew to the Eagles. Maybe that tummy ache is legit. You know, I, I mean, maybe they're going to make a move. I've got to look up. Let's come back and discuss yeah. this. Here's what we've got. We've got Gardner Minshew to the Eagles. Good job, Steph, with the breaking news. Football season's right around the corner. We're going to come back and discuss this here on the Lombardi line. Bet MGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. All your favorite wagering options. Go in-game betting, boosted out specials, and much more. You can download the Bet MGM app right now. Stop by any casino on the strip. Millie was at one yesterday, just placing bets nonstop on the yeah. strip here yeah. with her state-issued ID that she got when she got here. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology. Specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years or older, physically located in Nevada. Got a gambling problem? Please call 1-800-522-4700. Instant reaction to the breaking news here on the Lombardi line when we get back in just a couple of minutes, and we'll do some highlight as well, which I'm excited about. We've got Gardner Minshew on his way from Jacksonville up to Philly to hang out with the Lombardis. Highline next here, VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, this is incredible. Today you have the rare opportunity to get a sneak peek at the latest game to enter the sports wagering market, and it's the most exciting game, I'll tell you that, High Lie. It's the world's fastest ball sport with speed exceeding 150 mile an hour. If you haven't seen it in person, you're missing out. Also, you can go to highlightchannel.com to check it out today and watch the best High Lie in the U.S. live all weekend long. It's really incredible. That's highlightchannel.com, J-A-I-A-L-A-I channel.com. It's fast, it's furious. 
Vegas, and it's on now. Catch the action of the U.S. National Championships live this weekend. It's the best around. Check it out, highlightchannel.com. Don't miss this opportunity, and we have a great opportunity. I was presented with this opportunity today. I said, yes, please. Scott Savin, the CEO of Magic City Highlight, joins us here on the Lombardi line. And as we say hi, this opportunity is awesome, Scott. As a family, we used to go down to Florida and go to a highlight match once a year. And I had no clue why it wasn't a bigger sport because this couldn't be more exciting. Well, it sure is. And, you know, we appreciate being on with you guys this morning and uh, the new style of highlight that we're playing this head-to-head style matches seems to be catching on. As you said, we're we're live in two states for sports wagering, and we just can't wait to expand the sport across the country. And to find it, just to be specific, because we're going to get emails all day, you can go to highlightchannel.com all weekend for the U.S. National Highlight Championships. Right, Scott? That's correct. Highlightchannel.com, J-A-I-A-L-A-I channel.com. They're playing right now. They just started the singles round, and they're going to be playing all day today and all day tomorrow. For the uninitiated, Scott, what would make the Magic City Highlight Experience unique? Well, I mean, the way the sport is played, it's in an enclosed court similar to squash or handball with three sides enclosed. And then you've got a ball going up to 150 miles an hour. The rules are similar to tennis, but you kind of have to imagine where a baseball player would have to catch the ball and throw it with his gloved hand because these guys have to catch and throw with the same hand. So it requires a lot of athleticism. It's fast. It's a furious sport. A lot of fun. And uh, we just invite people to take a look. I think they'll be captivated by what they see. Yes, it's highlightchannel.com. You see it on the screen there. I'm telling you, we used to go in person all the time, Scott. I'd love to get down to Magic City to see because it is so much fun. As far as and we are a gambling network. As far as the gambling aspect of Highlight, what makes that unique? Well, Highlight has changed its gambling format so that it's more situated to sports wagering. So it's going to be similar to betting on a tennis match. We play two out of three sets to win a match. Each set is up to six points. So you're betting on the set, you're betting on the overall match, and then you're able to bet on each individual point. What okay, so again, it's Magic City Casino in Miami, which is a great spot. You can find the matchup brackets at usnjac.com today. But again, you can go to highlightchannel.com. And I just want to spell it because we're going to get texts and emails about this. J-A-I-A-L-A-I channel.com to check out the U.S. National Highlight Championships today from Magic City. Scott, we couldn't be more excited about this. You're not a play. You're not a highlight player. I'm not going to see you out there with a helmet and playing, are you? No, I've tried, and it's a little too fast and too furious for my taste. So I leave it to the professionals. I would, as we say goodbye, let's just. I, I think we should stick with that theme. What I noticed in person, nothing more frenetic, nothing more high paced in the sport. It's just nonstop action. It sure is, and uh, especially the doubles matches where we call it dodging death. (laughs) Dodging death is a great way to end it. The U.S. National Highlight Championship, again, this weekend, singles and doubles tournaments located at Magic City Casino in Miami. Highlightchannel.com for more information. Scott Savin, the COO of Magic City Casino. We look forward to it, Scott. Thank you very much. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. There he is. Y'all are going to be excited about that. uh, It's a crazy sport to watch in person. Now that I can bet on it, uh, me and Jeezy are going to be hanging at the crib betting all weekend. Highlightchannel.com. And Scott Sabin, thank you so much. Look forward to the partnership here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The big news. And 
the big guy, and Bill Berman checking in. Of course, Gardner Minshew, if you're just joining us, has been traded to the Philadelphia Eagles. So I asked Michael Lombardi during the break, well, what does this mean for Hurts? He had a very interesting reply. When we come back, I'm going to get that. And also, what does it mean for Flacco? It's just a very interesting team. Michael's not surprised. I got 30 seconds. You're not surprised. Don't give me your answer about Hurts, but you're not surprised Minshew was traded. You are surprised by the team. Yeah, but, I mean, it fits the narrative. Philly thinks they're quarterback factory. And I'm quarterback sure. factory, you you over I, there in I Philly, think, and I feel like they probably feel like they'll you know if they have three good quarterbacks, somebody will call them for a trade. I mean, <laughs> so they're stacking assets. What I just was getting ready to tweet is I see a Stephanie. I get ready to tweet was Urban Meyer took so long to decide for his backup quarterback, and then he trades him away for a late round pick. Remember, Urban wasn't going to – he didn't know who his starter was forever. Before you do that, go to HighlightChannel.com. We come back, Thomas Gable and Minshew to the Eagles with Lombardi here. VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. Saratoga, the biggest race at Toga. Traverse Stakes, 152nd running. You're going to be into it at first bet. They're offering a Traverse Day money back special. This is awesome. So cash back up to 10 bucks if your horse finishes second or third on all of the races across the board at Saratoga on Traverse Day. Okay. Also, you can get in on the Traverse All Stakes Pick 5. Register at ExpressBet.com and hit the Traverse All Stakes Pick 5 on races 8 through 12. Opportunity to cash big there. Split to 10 grand. For more information, visit vcin.com slash horses for details. And when you go to vcin.com slash horses, you're also going to find a new feature. That's the daily Saratoga picks from veteran capper Ed Seahorn. Breaking news. I'm so happy to have my man in studio, Michael Lombardi, to talk about it. Gardner Minshew, why isn't he a cowboy? No, he's an eagle. He's been traded from Jacksonville to the Eagles for a six-rounder. Michael Lombardi, so many layers start unpacking. Well, I I think, look, the Eagles have always thought of themselves as the quarterback factory. You know, they've always thought of themselves as this is what they're going to do. They've got David Blaine Caldwell on their, on their scouting staff who drafted Minshew. Yep. So that's, so they know the kid intimately. And I think they feel like, look, I, I think this idea that they're all in on Hertz is wrong. They have three number one picks next year. They get Minshew on a cheap deal for a six-round pick. It's insignificant, right? To trade a six-round pick for Minshew, you could trade down in the fifth round and pick up a six. So you basically got him for nothing. They get a rookie contract. They've got Flacco guaranteed at three and a half million. You know, and I think they're they're going to see where they're going with Hurts. I think there's the Philadelphia fans think they have the answer at Hurts. It Hurts. I'm not sure the Eagles front office is is believing it all to be true. Now, do I think Minshew's a starter in the league? No, I think Minshew's a adequate come in. He's a middle reliever to me. Okay. I think Minshew's a middle reliever in this way. I think Minshew go in five, six, seven games and play really well. His lack of size and his lack of arm over the time of the season as his body gets worn down, becomes he becomes less effective. We've seen it in Jacksonville. Yep. He'll go in there and play really well. I love the kid. Spark. A little bit of Baker Mayfield, I shouldn't, right? But I think the longer he has to play, the wear and tear on his body affects him. 
And so that creates a little bit of a problem. So for me, I believe that, you know, the Eagles did this. They got Flacco as a two. They paid him three and a half million. He's a free agent next year, even though they guaranteed him and they put him on an option deal for five years to lower his cap number. They'll eat that cap. They'll eat that cap number next year. They'll have Minshew as a backup, and they'll go from there, and then see where they are with Hertz. But I think this is just really about: Will this put pressure on Hertz? Maybe, maybe. Now they're making it clear that Minshew's going to come in and be the third. Flacco's still going to be the two. They're not going to rid of. Nobody's going to trade for Joe Flacco and mm-hmm. pick up the three and a half million. Well, really, you don't have to pick up the three and a half million because I already gave him two point four million. It's up front, yeah. yeah. So you'd have to pick up the million guaranteed in his base salary. So, Michael, the sixth round pick the Eagles sent down to Jacksonville could become a fifth rounder if Minshew plays in fifty percent of the plays in three games this season. So there's an incentive if he gets some playing time. Right. I mean, look, and I think I think the reality of it is, is if Hertz gets hurt or if Hertz doesn't be able to throw is isn't able to throw the football from the pocket, reading the progressions and doing the things. There is obviously, obviously some hesitation with them when they watch Hertz to think that he's not quite ready yet. Now that they may be wrong. I think it's just I think it's actually a good thing that they're not completely sold on Hertz. I don't think they're drinking the Kool-Aid on this one. I think they're concerned about where they're going. They know that they have to answer the quarterback, and they've been inconsistent in what they've been doing with this quarterback. I mean, there was a time where Wentz was, by far, they bring Hurts in. That kind of messed up that dynamic a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. They kind of messed that up. That's the culture true. doesn't really handle it. See, this is, this is the difference between most teams. They're collecting talent in Philadelphia. They're not building a team. Interesting. However... Conversely, you do think a wise move not to fully commit to Hurts. So it's telling you that they have a, a, a grander look at what's happening at that position as opposed to just blind faith going right. in on him. I think, I think sometimes we have this blind faith that goes on and we think, oh, my gosh, this guy's going to be great and let's just put everything. No, there's not enough time. I think it takes 20 games to truly evaluate the quarterback in the National Football. 20 games. 20 games. Okay. So that's basically one season plus a quarter. So once you get to that 20-game point, now you know the defense has declared how they want to play them. And then what also happens in that t- after that 20-game point is the player then declares how they handle the defense. So if you're Baker Mayfield, you know you're going to get pressure inside. If you're Baker Mayfield, you know you got to throw over the wall. Can you handle it? Can you have a drop-back pay? If you're Kyler Murray and I'm forced to stay in the pocket and I get rushed correctly by good coordinators and I don't you know, get out of the pocket, can I make those throws? There's oh, it's like a little bit like you're an NBA player. You drive to your left. I'm going to make you go to your right. How do you handle that? Mm. You get better in the offseason. Can you shoot from the right? Whatever you have to do. That's a little bit how the quarterback has to go. And so we see that after 20 games. Hertz will be defended differently this year than he was last year. Last year he came in off the bench. We used to meet as a coaching staff and a, and a personnel department in, in Oakland with Al Davis, and he would ask the defensive coordinator questions about the quarterbacks in the draft. You say, why? Well, because he wanted the defensive coordinator to know that if Jalen Hurts comes in the game, he, he understood who he was. How to defend him. How to defend him, exactly. Who is he? What does he do well? How do we play him? And That's a lot of coordinators don't do that. And so Hertz takes the league. He starts running around. He looks really good. But is he really good? Is he really good? We need to find out. And we're going to have this season to do it. We're going to know by in six months what the, they're doing at the quarterback position. One thing, Minshew doesn't cost anything. Zero. He, he doesn't cost anything. And here's my question. 
Minshew mania is legit because there's a vibe that comes with him. Are you concerned about Hurts and bringing in that type of pressure and that vibe to push him? Well, I think Minshew mania was created by what he was able to do in Jacksonville. I mean, when he walks in the Philadelphia locker room, he doesn't have the same cachet Fair. that he did. He didn't, you know, he hasn't won any games. He hasn't led him on a comeback or anything like that. He's just a guy who's basically got traded for a six-round pick, you know, <laughs> yeah. who's unimpressive physically looking at him. I mean, he's not a big man, you know. And so it, now, if he gets in a game. And he shows the moxie that you and I have seen what he's done in Jacksonville and kind of moving around and making plays. He can win some favor. I mean, he's a short-term answer, though. He's a middle reliever. Let's not confuse that. He's a middle, middle reliever. He can go in there and get you a really good – but if you make him the starter for 16 games, 17 games, playing 60 minutes, taking a pounding, he's going to wear down. A little bit like Ty, Ty Detmer, a name from the past. Prolific. Was a really good – eight or nine game starter in the league. But his body wasn't able to handle 17 games. And he wears down. Why do baseball players run in the outfield? Why do pitchers run in the outfield during sprints? To strengthen their legs so they have velocity on the ball. Okay? When you lose your leg strength, which is what happens when you're getting beat up all the time at quarterback, your arm goes away. Minshew can't afford that. Middle reliever. That's the term. By the way, you say unimpressive. I say mullet and mustache. Very impressive. We come back. More news here at Lombardi Line. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives, like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MLS and BetMGM is the best place to bet it. There's nothing like a soccer ball finding the back of the net. And with BetMGM, you can win $100 when a goal is scored. So today, here's here's the deal. New customer, go to BetMGM.com or download the app. Use the bonus code VSIN100, V-S-I-N-100. And if Chicago Fire or New York Red Bull score a goal, you're going to win $100 off, $100 off a $1 investment. They're going to score. All right? Chicago's actually been on fire lately. Download the app. Or go to BetMGM.com. Use the bonus code VSIN100. 1-800-GAMBLER if you have a problem. Got to be 21 years or older. VSIN. Dot com Lombardi line Saturday squad staff Jeff of course Michael Lombardi in studio breaking news and Bill Berman executive producer is fired up the breaking news there Ocean City to Philadelphia is the Eagles have acquired Gardner Minshew uh, culture uh, and controversy is what Berman just texted us he said what are they doing you got two quarterbacks you don't have a quarterback but you think there is some positives to take from Philly's perspective on adding. Well, I think you got to manage it, right? I think you got to manage expectations. That's part of being the head coach of a football team, right? You got to manage the expectations. And I think, you know, when Hertz completes two passes in a row and gets a first down, the Philadelphia media, they want to create a, you know, he's headed to Canton. They got a gold jacket out for him. So I think you got to handle that a little bit. And, you know, and, and look, it's a tough town. I mean, he doesn't move the football or make some of those throws in the dirt like he did at, like he did when he was at Alabama or even at Oklahoma at times. You know, there's going to be a cry for the next guy. I mean, who's the most popular guy on a football backup. team? Back, backup. Goal, goaltender, backup quarterback I every mean, city. So, you know, I mean, this – but. I think you're doing a smart thing. I mean, I never understood the Joe Flacco signing. Like, Flacco and Hurts, did that ever make any sense to you? Like, odd. Odd, right? Completely like, disparate as far as their, their styles. Right. So you want symmetry within your offense, right? You want to be able to go from, look, we're gonna, this is what we're doing, and we're going to clone the position. And so Minshew kind of fits a little bit better what they want to do. So I don't know why they gave – they could have traded – Minshew was available all offseason. You could have made this trade for Minshew – Back in March. That's what I'm saying. What is the timing? What does that indicate to you as far as the, when they're doing it now? I thought it was going to be – when Steph said in my ear, breaking news, I swear I thought it was going to be the Cowboys. I thought so too. I mean, it would make for a sixth. But maybe they just don't like him. Maybe they don't feel like he has enough arm strength. Well, what does that say for Philly? Like, let's think about this. They don't believe – they don't know if Hurts is the future. They don't truly believe Minshew's the future for the next eight no, years. No, they think – I think what they think probably is Minshew can be the backup. What Minshew – this is year three for Minshew, right? 
As he's going into year three. So he's got another year of a contract. So they got two more years. They got a cheap backup for two more years, is what they're going to say. Which is which is something to be said for, right? A cheap backup for two more years sure. on a rookie contract. A million bucks for the next two. You know, they, they don't pay They just anything. paid three and a half for Flacco. It's pretty good if you can get it. He got it all up front, too, right? With yeah. The, so this is, uh, they just created a situation that needs, this is Berman, that needs to be managed perfectly and correctly, and they've got a, a rookie head coach in Sirianni. Who's going to manage this? Well, the, the, like I've said many times here on this program, the Eagles, the Eagles organization believes they, they run the team, not the head coach. So I think they feel like they can handle it. Look, they're collecting talent. That's what they do. Are they building a team? I'm not sure about that, but they're collecting talent. So we'll see. I like Minshew. I think it plays for them. You know, I think they're collecting the talent. They have a guy on their on their scouting staff who drafted them, so they know the kid pretty well. And they bring him in, and they'll take a look. I just think, to me, at the end of the day, they're not sold on Hurts. They released your boy Mullins, by the way. Of course. I mean, he was bad in the preseason. He was bad. I think, you know, Mullins is another example of you fall in love with Kyle's scheme more than you fall in love with the player. Yeah. You know, and so it's very alluring and very trapping when you watch the 49ers quarterbackers quarterbacking play. Garoppolo is different for me because I've seen Garoppolo play in a different style of offense and be effective. But but really, Mullen, there was a time where Mullen actually looked good in that system, but he didn't look good. In, he didn't look good in Philadelphia at all. 31-31 last night, the Eagles in Jersey at MetLife. Flacco, 13 of 16. is Very good. Two touchdowns, no picks, 188 yards. Uh, but in comes Minshew. They actually ran the ball pretty well. Holyfield, Gainwell, they, they, they ran it for... A, it was a true... It was a true game for the preseason game. I mean, they didn't play Zach Wilson. You know, the Eagles defense, I mean, they were playing all their backups. I mean, look, the total was 31, 33, and, and, and it ended up at 62. I mean, I would have never guessed that. I thought that would have been a 10-7 game based on what we've seen out of Philly and all that. So, you know, both teams played a style that uh, they put all their backups on the field. The backups actually executed pretty well. I promise I'm not trying to get you in trouble here with this question. Roseman, who runs the Eagles along with the owner, Lori, respected across the league? I mean, how he's a different, you know, how he's, uh, he's been in one organization He's worked there for, I think, 22 years. Uh, he knows the owner. Has got, he's got the owner's complete trust. I think that uh, the style that the owner wants to operate under, how he does that effectively. You right. know, the years that Chip Kelly kind of removed him, he didn't get fired from the organization. He stayed within that. And so this is an organization that wants to run the team, not to head, let the head coach run the team. And that's where we are now. So, can you? Could they flip Minshew? Is this about just acquiring? No, I, I, think, I think Jacksonville. Jacksonville has shopped this all around the league. I mean, everybody could have had Minshew. Like I said, they I could thought have there was a quarterback competition in Jacksonville. I guess Lawrence no, won. I guess. You know, I mean, that's what I just <laughs> kicked him out, out of like, town. Like I didn't understand that. Like I mean, you know, we don't have, we haven't named the starter yet. We don't know who a starter is. And then you trade the guy for a, a late pick that you were competing. You know, come on. Like, tell me what you're doing here. We know everybody in the league know Minch, knew, knew Minshew was available. I mean, Minshew, really, I think at the end of the day, Minshew's value is what he got traded for. That was the best deal they could make. It's the best deal they could make. Yeah, and here it is. So, officially, if you're just joining us here on the Lombardi line, Jags sending Gardner Minshew to the Philadelphia Eagles for a conditional 2022 next year, six-round pick. So, again, that six-rounder can flip to a fifth-rounder if Minshew plays in 50% of three games. So... 
I think there's a pretty good chance that happens. If we're being fair, there's some tummy situations with Jalen Hurts that may lead to that. Uh, but I think more this points to maybe it's not necessarily pressure because Hurts knows that Minshew isn't going to be the future in Philly, Michael. Um, but like you said, I think the one thing I took the middle relief part of your conversation, but also the fact that you like that Philly isn't just blindly going in on Hurts and somebody to pressure him that could start in his absence. I, I don't think Minshew is going to put any pressure on him yet. I think it's going to the pressure on Hertz is going to come from can he lead the team to wins? I mean, there are there's this thin line. You know, they're two games better than the Patriots. Just if you know, just after that practice, I mean, their win win total will be two games better than the Patriots. Yes, but I, I think what you're going to see here a little bit out of Philadelphia is they're going to try to go along. Now, Hertz hasn't played the played in the pre what he played like three plays in the preseason. Hasn't played much. Set out last, set out week two, hundred percent. So, I mean, I think the pressure's on him to show that he's a quote unquote franchise quarterback. What does that look like? So the Eagles say they're rebuilding. Okay, that's fair. If you have a franchise quarterback, you're never rebuilding. You're just reloading. You're reloading. So we'll see what he is. I think it's a great opportunity to watch him. Opens up at Falcons. Got to get. Yeah, you know, San Francisco comes in. Cowboys. I mean, look at that opening schedule. Do you see the six and a half is just huge to the, it's headed to seven. Why? Why are betters going over that six and a half for the Eagles? Because I think there's a certainly, the, uh, Thomas Gable can talk to this in the next hour. I mean, there's always that, uh, you know. The, that division. Yeah, I mean, I think there's that. The Giants aren't very good. So let's say, say they beat, say they beat the, they got the Lions on the schedule. You know, they played Washington last year. Could have beaten Washington. They play them at, look at the end of the year. Play NFC South. When they come back from Denver. When they come back from Denver, I think it's weak. I can't – after that, they don't, they don't have to get on a plane after that. Yeah, the Eagles so the, the Eagles are interesting because they've – and there's other teams like this as well, but check out the end of their schedule, Michael. So they got a week 14 bye. Then they play in division the rest of the way out. They go but, but at Washington. They Giants, fly back Washington, from Cowboys. They fly back from Denver. They play the Saints at home. They take the buses up to New York. They take the bus up to New York again with the Jets. Right, so they take the train down to Washington. They got the Giants at home, and the Cowboys come in. So they don't ever get on an airplane after we after the, after the Denver game. Now they got the Lions. That can they beat the Lions? I think so. Can they beat the Jets? There's certainly a possibility. I mean, I'm sure they probably feel like they can win all these games. The Chargers. I think it's hard to find seven wins on that. That's schedule. what I'm saying. I really do. That's what I, that's what I'm getting at. That's, I think it's hard to find seven on that. Schedule. I think six feels right, and I'm getting plus one thirty on the under over. Is that DraftKings? Yeah, over at DraftKings, I'm getting plus one thirty on the under six and a half. Give me six wins. I'll take that, and I'll buy you and Millie some appetizers. The um, okay. So again, Minshew is headed to Philly. He'd be looking for a place next to Berman in Ocean City. Yeah, he's got. There's a lot right there. They're building a house right next to him. We well. we've got we've got six preseason games today. We've got college football week zero. I think we both agree. You didn't really give a lean on the side, but you and I both like the under 53 in Champaign today with Illinois, Nebraska coming to town. I don't understand. And I was talking to Wes Reynolds about this. I, I thought we'd be at six and a half at this point with Nebraska laying it. It's sat seven the whole entire time, which scares me as a guy that wants. Wants to bet Illinois catching the seven. But again, this is a team that went to Nebraska, beat a 17 point dogs, and beat Nebraska on the field, returned the whole entire team, vets across the offensive front, quarterback that's been there. I think, that, I think there. this is a line freeze, Patrick. I really do. I think it's a line freeze. We got 22,000 tickets written up for this game already. The number 000. hasn't budged. And, and really, the 38% of the money is on Nebraska. 
so there's you know it's the Illinois is the line should it should be coming to six and a half. That's what I'm saying, right? And it hasn't moved off. That. And the juice hasn't moved either, so we ain't going anywhere. We're not. Oh, going pardon me, offshore. Now this is take it with a grain of salt. Two two books offshore just went to six and a half with Nebraska laying it. It had a, I mean it's eventually it was there's too much money coming in on on Illinois right now playing at home you know and so I think that's the case. I mean it's like Fresno State Fresno State UConn. I mean you know there's no Fresno there's no Fresno UConn. State could be good. You and I were just talking about there's this team. no money coming in. Fresno State has I think 14 super seniors on their team. Quarterbacks back led the Mountain West and really yeah. good offensive coach as a head coach. I, I think Fresno. State State's a really good team. They're laying 27 and a half today. Edsel, remember, UConn opted out of the season last year. They haven't played in almost 700 days against a Fresno State team that could be pretty good this year. You mentioned all the returning starters and the super seniors. Got plenty to do just getting started on a Sunday here. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, Lombardi Line. Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.